just like doing the gig. I'm like, no, I want to express my my beautiful worldview. <laughs> Why am I not the one in charge? I haven't seen a script, but I've no doubt if it isn't up to par, they'll chuck it out. Ooh, la 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 la. All my actor friends are cracking wise, but I can see the envy in their eyes. Ooh, la 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 la. This man has been calling me, and he was like. Hey, is this Spencer? And I'm like, yeah, it's Spencer. Spencer, that man is your father. Show some respect. Okay, so my father's been calling me. (laughs) He's been saying... No, just a stranger? Just a stranger. His name comes up on my phone as Dimitri. And so he says, hey, is this Spencer? And I say, yeah. And he's like, it's Dimitri. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Like, I'm supposed (laughs) to know who this man is. And he's like... When's a good time for me to come over? And I'm like, uh, well, I'm home right now. <laughs> You're just going with it. <laughs> just rolling. I'm just yes, Andy. Rolling this man. with the punches. And he's like, all right, well, uh, I'm on my way to break your house. So I'll be there in like two hours. And I'm like, like to break in? Uh, could you fill me in on what you're talking about real quick? So my landlord called this man to break my house, apparently. She didn't tell me that this man was coming over to break my house. And I'm just assuming we have a rat problem right now. The rats are what not- What does this mean, break your house? The rats are not in my house. They are under my house. The exterminator can't get under the house to get the rats- So what I'm assuming is she has hired this man to break the house so the other man, the exterminator, can get under the house. Oh, to literally, like, make a hole. Make a hole in the house. in the wall. However, she did not tell me these things. (laughs) I am just assuming (laughs) that this man, Dimitri, is coming over to break my house so that the other man, the exterminator, can get under the house. This is all assumptions. I have not talked to the landlord. Why have I not talked to the landlord? Because I'm an insane person who can't make a phone call to save Wait, at this point in time, you still haven't called the landlord. Oh, I have not. Wait, can you text them or email? I could email them. I probably should email them. Yeah. But Way right easier now, than phone calls. So so I said, yeah, like, I'm home right now. Come over, man who wants to break into my house. It's so weird that they're using the phrase break. Like, he's just some guy from Craigslist with a sledgehammer? He Not like, hey, I'm going to do some work on the side of the house. I don't know what accent it was. Okay, he had an accent. He had an accent that was very thick. And mm. so it was like, it wasn't only that I was just okay with this strange man coming to my house. It was like... It was like talking to Bugs Bunny and being like, all right, Bugs. Yeah, you can. What does Bugs Bunny even do? Like dress as a woman and give me a big old kiss? Yeah, basically. Most of the time. That's like all that Bugs does. Hey, it's Dimitri. I come out. I smooch. I smooch you real good. (laughs) Okay, Dimitri. First, I put oranges down shirt. Oh, look very good. So I assume it's Russian because of the name Dimitri. I tell him I'm going to be home at this time. He doesn't come. So I'm like, okay, weird man doesn't come to my house. Great. That's a perfect ending to the story. Could he have done it from the outside and you you didn't even see? Well, he did say, oh, I don't actually need to get into your house. He reminded me. Yeah, he stealth broke. he, He reminded me that. You actually don't need to let me in, so I can just show up whenever and break your house. Yeah. He reminded me of this on the phone, mm-hmm. and, but he did say he was going to be there in like two hours. Right. Two hours passed. He doesn't come to break my house. Great. Okay. Strange man not coming to my house. Great thing, right? You don't okay. want strange man coming to your house. Un- no. uh, Announced, this- but un consented yeah at this point in time had you got verbal confirmation that this was in fact for the rat problem no this was just breaking I am the house just assuming this is for the rat problem but maybe it's just like for maybe fun. he just likes breaking people's houses yeah he's so, just a smasher for rent the other day i'm out and about doing my life uh-huh i get a text from my roommate hey 
someone's breaking our house. <laughs> You're like, great. <laughs> Assuming they know everything. Assuming that, A, Dimitri's talked to anyone else. B, he knocked on the door to announce he was here to break the house. Uh-huh. C, that he wouldn't have just come to where he was supposed to break the house and then break the house. D, that my roommate wouldn't have just like... They wouldn't just yes and like <laughs> the same way you do. Yeah, oh, Both of us are so irresponsible that we don't want to confront the man who is breaking into our house. <laughs> There's a large man smashing the side of my house with a sledgehammer. My and thought is to text my roommate and make sure, just like check in, be like, hey. Not like is he supposed to be doing this, but like, are you aware that this is happening? Just checking. No, like go and confront him and be like, hey, can you stop breaking my house? I live here. Yeah, I, I am playing Monster Hunter Worlds, and I don't want. <laughs> I'm not going to stop playing Monster Hunter Worlds, but I'm going to ask you about. I'm this. doing a really cool raid, so <laughs> I'm not going to get up, but I'm going to yell loud enough that you can hear me and respond and tell me why you're breaking my house. I'm just going to text my roommate and be like, "Is there a man breaking our house, and why?" And do you know? And I'm not going to do anything about it. By the way, yep. So house successfully broken? I haven't gone and checked. What, have you not been home since then? I've been home, and I didn't even think, oh, right, there was a man here who broke my house. I should go check on the fact that a man Look, look from the outside. I am, I don't know, am I, what is wrong with me? Well, you can't immediately see all problems, and therefore they don't exist. This is... That's just science. Welcome to Fan Fiction Writer's Room. I'm your editing manager, Spencer Suarez. I'm your managing editor, Liz Cernick. Here on Fan Fiction Writer's Room, we take characters submitted by you, the listener, and weave them into a masterpiece A masterpiece in the way all great stories were meant to be told by amateurs on the internet. If you'd like to suggest characters for us, submit your characters to ffwrshow at gmail.com. This week... In the fandom world. So we are, of course, living in the past. People mad at Pokemon. Oh, no. Pokemon. Not my darling Pokemon. The new Pokemon video game is coming out in like a month. Oh, my God. I thought I was stoked for it before. And then I saw an image of a legendary Pokemon that's just a big dog. He's a big dog. Holding a sword in he's his mouth. He's got a sword in his mouth. Like he's going to swing it like a like a knight. He's just holding this sword in his mouth. And like, we can assume because it's Pokemon that he's like evolved to be that way? Yeah, like he's meant, like the sword isn't a sword he found. It's, it's like part of his selection. body. Yeah. It's a biologically occurring sword that he at, can swing at you and slice your head off. At the very most, it might have been his mother's sword that died and then he right. took upon himself. Yes. We can only assume until we see the Pokedex entry for ourselves. Yeah, that they always keep as 100% canon. This new Pokemon game is coming out. And for those who aren't Pokemon stands like the two of us, mm-hmm. there are like 4 billion Pokemon at this point. Yeah. There's, like, a lot of them. Yeah. And we had previously talked about... I would say I'm aware of, like, 162 Pokemon. You know how, It's like, like I know the original 150 and then, like, the ones I like. You know how there's that thing where human beings have limitations to our... Mm -hmm. Like, we can only remember, like, 150 people about in your life. There's only, like, space for... 150-ish people. Yeah. Like, too many of those spaces are taken up by Cubone in my brain. Yeah. I mean, scientists have pinpointed that we have, like, there's only so many people we can fully consider human. There's a finite human slot. And there's also a Pokemon slot. Yeah. Specifically in our brain. It's called the Pokedex. Yeah. The Every Pokedex brain is built cortex. with a Pokedex. <laughs> Pokedextral cortex. Science... <laughs> Is great. It's amazing. You got to check out this Facebook group. It's called scienceislove.com. And you wait, is you it? Click does like, it have a rude name? It's called. Is it 
Science is fricked up I, and I love I it, freaking, Mom. I freaking love science, hey, you dorks. Hey, idiots. I know that I beat people up for doing science back in high school, but now as an adult, I love it. The Facebook group. Nice. So you click like uh-huh. and they post all these great memes about how cool science is. Oh you God. gotta check it out. Love it. So they were talking about the Pocodexal cortex and mm-hmm. how most people only use it for Pikachu and Mewtwo. Yeah. But like after Pokemon Go, that has actually changed a lot. And now most people also know. I mean, there's mostly drowsies. Drowsy, in there. yeah. It's mostly yeah. drowsy. So now it's Some Pikachu, uh, uh, Zubat, Drowsy, and, and Mewtwo. Mm-hmm. So there's four now, which is a, that's 200% improvement. Yep. In this new Pokemon game, they have announced that of the 4 billion Pokemon, mm-hmm. they're only going to put some of them in. Only 2 billion? <laughs> yeah. Lazy. Just lazy is what I say. Only and, two billion Pokemon. And Pokemon fans. Included and balanced for in this role-playing so game. Are so angry about it. Because as we've discussed previously, a lot of them have been holding on to these Pokemon for a decade or so. Yeah. And are carrying them around on their Pokemon banks or mm-hmm. soon to be Pokemon home. Pokemon bank is a storage app where uh-huh. you can take the Pokemon off your video games and put them into a bank, which then the assumption is that this will be carried forward yeah. and you are investing in the bank, which you have to pay for like monthly as far as I understand. Jeez. I can't remember why, but I was re-listening to some episodes to like punch up some show notes or something. But I learned about the existence of Pokemon Bank Again. during the progress of this podcast. Yeah. So as you can tell, like, I'm not a kind of person that plays it for the strategy. I consider it a role-playing game. So I had no idea you could take Pokemon forward. That blew my mind. So it like, still kind of does. I'm not dismissing these people who le- have legitimate reasons. They mm-hmm. have these monsters, these Pokemon that they've, like, genuinely become attached to whether they had them on their original pokemon game back in like 2002 like their first game that they their first pokemon they ever loved their first team or their competitive pokemon players and they're bringing the the pokemon that they pokemon is played at a competitive level there are tournaments you can go to and fight and uh... win money like people yeah i don't know if there are people who have made a career out of pokemon tournaments like say there are with card playing games well or no, fighting like e- games e-sports. or yeah, or, right, right, right. or card games or chess but there are certainly people who are making a portion of their income off of pokemon tournaments now how much do you know about the competitive scene is it like the competitive pokemon card scene where the decks are just the same deck over and over because Very there's like similar. the best way to put it together. We here uh, That's what I feel like they're trying to minimize. I, I'm with, going to Google right now the top Pokemon teams that like the professionals yeah. use. And there is a lot of crossover. Video game masters division top eight teams on this is Pokemon.com. This team has Gardevoir, the cool sword guy. Gardevoir. Swordman. There's a there's a cat oh, on a cloud. On a Goku cloud. On a Goku cloud. There's a cat that's like looks like it's covered cat. in rocks. A mushroom with two shields that Pokeball are Pokeball shields. shields. So that's one team. And we're gonna. Does it not say specifically what his, the uh, characters are? Oh, it does. Oops. So this team has. Oh, it doesn't just have it as a list. Landorus, Amugus. He's the Polytoad. Polytoad, the frog. Agislash. The sword. Thunderous and Gardevoir. Gardevoir. So that's the first team. The second team has does have a lot of crossovers. So there's Gar- this team also has Gardevoir. Gardevoir. Okay. The the sexy grass lady. Sexy grass lady. They have mushroom the, man, the mushroom the mushroom pokeball friend. Fungus Amungus. And they have Oh my both god. Is his the- is his preform named Fungus? Like a um, fungus among us. Fungus, yes. Fungus, Amoongus, Pokemon, bravo. I, <laughs> I gotta give you that. This So the first team, Toler Webb's team, who is a professional Pokemon player, and Raphael Bagara, their team has one, two, three, four Pokemon crossover. Every Pokemon team has six teammates, mm-hmm. six Pokemon on it. And these two 
professional players have only expressed themselves with two if we are assuming that the first guy is our, what would you call it, control. Yeah. Now, let's see what... So the third guy has one, two, three of the same as our control. Aaron Zeng also has the tiger on a cloud. Landorous. Uh, the Amoongus, the, the, the mushroom friend, and, and the Aegislash. sword with the, with the shield. Mm-hmm. The, Blake Hooper, the fourth, I believe, semifinalist, the semifinalist, also has both of the cats on the clouds, mm-hmm. the sword with the shield, the live sword shield. Good old and Aegislash. Has expressed themselves with a Charizard, a, a, a monkey, a Concoldor, Who's like? Oh, it's like a clown with big pillars. It's like it's a, a pillar rock clown. clown. It's a pillar clown. You know when you go to the circus and one of the clown clowns is playing with pillars. Yeah, like two pillar, one pillar in each hand. Yeah, so. and a Sylveon, which is an adorable EV evolution fairy type. The Angel Miranda also has the sword shield. The cat with the the the. I think that's Landorus. Okay. I was calling the other guy Landorus. One he must of, be Clouderus. One of the cloud <laughs> cats. A Charizard, so that also crosses over with Blake Hopper's team. Mm-hmm. And a Sylveon, which also crosses over bl- with Blake Hopper's team. Aaron Zhang and Angel Miranda both have a... I'm forgetting this guy's name. Tyranitar. So yes, to answer your question, there is... It looks like there's, there's the best maybe, Pokemon you can have. There must be like 30 Pokemon that these people choose between because of certain strategies and yeah there's guys that are that just they use the best they have the best moves that work the best in and that tandem with other guys that can we talk about how surprised i am that gardevoir yeah, is in right? this lineup what is the what is the moves that gardevoir has does well, it have some crazy ass like nobody gets hurt ever so the special move or Toler something web who won the masters division champion his Gardevoir, oops, that's not what I want. His Gardevoir has Hyper Voice, okay. Psychic, Hidden Power, and Protect. Huh. It, its nature some... is modest. It has a Gardevoirite, so it can go Mega Evolution. I'm not going to explain what any of this means for non-Pokemon fans, unfortunately. The, this is some inside baseball right now. And Telepathy is their ability. I only sort of know what any so, of this yeah, means, so I don't also worry. only sort of know. I know what Psychic is. Psychic is a attack. Yeah. I never played a game that had ha, Mega Evolutions. So. Yeah. Mega Evolutions. <laughs> I'm in the dark there. Mega Evolutions just gives them a giant stat boost. So a lot of their attack, defense, uh, it all goes up. So I, they do more damage mm-hmm. and they don't get hurt But it's temporary. Much. Right? I don't even, I don't think it is. I think once you've activated it, it's on for the rest of the battle. Oh, no, but okay, the rest of the battle, not it's like the rest for, of their life. Yeah, exactly. It's not like an evolution. It's battle for, ba- it's battle specific. It's like mm, okay. in a fighting game when. Goes Super re- Saiyan. Yeah, when, when it's, it's Super Saiyan. Think of it like Super Saiyan. Goku goes Super Saiyan, but he can't maintain that power level for his whole life. He needs to go back to his regular standard form, which he can actually control. I like that they makes them look like Digimon. Yeah, me too. Because they just get like helmets and they knee get, pads and they stuff. They become over-designed like a Digimon Yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They they lose their minimalism and throw some stuff on top. Yeah. Just throw some armor. Let's add some spikes, baby. Spikes and like flames. Mm-hmm. They make it look like some sort of a uh, Michael Bay Transformer or a Digimon. Yeah, or a decal that d- belongs on the back of a motorcycle. Most... Decal? You say decal or decal? Most... Mega Evolutions actually have a Calvin and Hobbes sticker of Calvin peeing on their enemy Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Basically, what you can take from this conversation is that Pokemon tournaments are serious business. And I think the fans do have something to go off of when they are mad that that they can't bring all their Pokemon over to the new game. Mm -hmm. What I'm also seeing, though, is that they're being a little unfair. It's a little samey. It's a little samey samey. Right. And I can so see why it would be fun to have a sword and shield specific uh, battle. Sure. Versus a anything goes. Yeah. The idea battle. that they are bringing on, over only Pokemon that 
bring interesting battle mechanics or create certain strategies for certain strategies is interesting. And if you follow, say, the fighting game scene, which I do just a little bit, it's interesting the different strategies you bring to, say, Street Fighter 3 versus Street Fighter 4 versus Street Fighter 5. Mm -hmm. And Sword and Shield could be something like that, where you do a Sword and Shield tournament and then you do a Pokemon Black tournament, where you could bring over all the other boys Mm -hmm. and girls. Pokemon fans are doing all these bad faith arguments where they're pointing out that Game Freak is reusing animations or reusing textures or reusing models or lighting. And it's not very fair because... Wait a second. That's what video games do. Are you telling me they've only animated 2 million tiny little dog movements and not 4 million tiny yeah. little dog movements? They <laughs> have decided that it would in Lazy. Fact be easier to animate Eevee once and then just import that Eevee into every single game. Lazy. Yeah. What so. I say. Why is there such a disconnect between fandom and creation why do fandoms never attempt to understand choices made by creatives which then simplify and or are purposeful like something like when people were hating on frozen the disney film Mm -hmm. there was a scene where an animator very purposefully chose to bring elsa's ponytail through her her, to clip her hair which means to Push her hair Basically, through it, it her pop, body. It pops through her shoulder instead yeah. of actually going over her shoulder. Yeah, and it looks great. Uh, and you would never notice unless you were combing through the film with a fine-tooth comb looking for mistakes. Mm-hmm. What, what is it about fans that makes them n- want to point out mistakes, make, do all these bad faith arguments that make it so they're not actually trying to understand f- media as a work of creation and -hmm. instead just something that exists and is yeah i don't even know for them yeah it starts to feel like i guess yeah it starts to feel like it's 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 mostly fear-based there's a real Mm. lack of curiosity about like oh isn't that crazy like what's what's it gonna be like when uh when they don't have all six million billion pokemon in here because previously that's what they've been doing they've been bringing forward all of the pokemon that's weird i wonder what that's going to be like maybe i won't like it i'm not going to know until i experience it and if i don't like it i mean they can always change their decisions later maybe there's a iteration of pokemon that i just don't care for that's you know like going into movies with with very minimal trailer knowledge Mm -hmm. like teasers are fine i don't mind teasers yeah i like a teaser but the idea of like the teaser for Spider-Verse got me so excited for <clears> this movie that was going to come out in like a year and a half. Yeah. That I was just on the edge of my like, I didn't need any more trailers. I didn't need any more. Yeah, and also I don't want I was anymore. so excited. And yeah, yeah, like we both talk about how we avoid trailers. Huh. But like a teaser can give you everything you need to just like be excited about this thing and then let the rest be mystery. Yeah, yeah. It feels like this 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 lack of I mean, I don't want to say lack of trust, but kind of. Like this this lack that's... of this lack of the ability to jump off the cliff for good or ill. Like right. the idea that if it's not 100% perfect, my life doesn't end. Like I just experienced this enjoying the experience itself rather than it needing to be a perfect experience. You it know? is interesting how much fandom looks at, doesn't look at things as objects, but as experience, like experiences that everyone is having. Like both an objective experience mm-hmm. that something can be good or bad based off a set of narrow specs. Yeah. And also not just products that are made by people, but actually choices that are being made for budgetary or or labor or mm-hmm. other choices, like choices that are specifically made so that Game Freak doesn't have to have to work on this video game for a decade. Yeah. And also the idea that um, that there are objectively good or bad decisions mm-hmm. when it comes to a creative endeavor. It's, like if po- it seems like what Pokemon is doing with this with the breakout success of Pokemon um, Go, mm-hmm. 
and not bringing forward. I mean, there's obviously the labor uh, and cost prohibitive kind of stuff, but there's also something to be said for like they're courting the casual market. Yeah. That's what they're doing. And I'm a casual player, so I fucking love that. I, but I can see where someone else is like, oh, I'm not a casual player and they're not. So I'm is, so I'm I'm sad that it's not being marketed specifically for me, but but like understanding right. that it's just it's just selfishness to be mad that it's not for me only. I guess, yeah. Both of us I would describe as casually into a lot of things. Yeah. Neither of us are as close to any one piece of media mm-hmm. that a lot of fans are. Like yeah. we see this with people attacking, say, Steven Universe storyboard artists or attacking Star Wars actors or Ryan Johnson, the director of the Star Wars film they don't like. They are making it as if these things are law, that they that a Star Wars movie coming out is a it's a putting a pillar down in history. Right. Mm -hmm. It is saying like and that pillar has to be this thing that makes them happy. Yeah. When, if you don't like something, that's okay. Exactly. And it's okay to not like some parts of a thing. Yeah, you there's know? nothing like, I like if you 100%. Love a bunch of this one anime, but I hate this one arc, so I just like yeah. don't watch, I don't rewatch, I skip over it when I rewatch that anime. Sure. Who cares? Or like, I love Pokemon, but like, I just don't care for Pokemon Black or whatever. Yeah. So or who cares? So I maybe love you're Pokemon not gonna. And Mr. Mind creeps me out and I don't want him to touch me. Yeah. Come on. I don't care that he has some good attacks. Get don't away touch from me. me. Stop hanging out with Ash's mom. It <laughs> and freaks like, me out. The idea of it, that there's any objectively right or wrong, it's all, it's art. There can be yeah, decisions can... made that it's you don't weird like. That fans want a consensus. Yeah. When, the idea that, like, we both say, like, Dragon Ball. Yeah. And you prefer Dragon Ball, and I prefer Dragon Ball Z, but we both watched all of it, mm-hmm. and we both say, have things about, like, I have things about Dragon Ball that I love, but, like, for whatever reason, Z appeals to me more, and it's important for me because I discovered it at this point in my life, yeah. and and that you discovered it at this point of your life, and that's why Dragon Ball is more important, and... The fact that individuals experience different things is like human Mm -hmm. and there is no objective experience and we have to, you know, take a step back and just like enjoy things, especially, especially if you are so into Kingdom Hearts to the point where you read Kingdom Hearts on Reddit, you are part of Kingdom Hearts Twitter part of Kingdom Hearts Tumblr, even though no one even uses Tumblr anymore, you mm-hmm. still go into Tumblr on the daily to check in on Kingdom Hearts Tumblr, and then Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out and you don't like it, and now you have to convince everyone on all of those, the millions of people on Reddit, Twitter, Tumblr, that Kingdom Hearts 3 is no good. Instead well, it's of, downright bad, I'd say. Instead of just being like, yeah, I didn't like it that much. Oh, you liked it? Why did you like it? Oh, I never considered that. Uh-huh. That's interesting. Maybe I'll try it again and look, try and look at it the way that you look at it. Or, oh, like you are experiencing this because of a very specific part. Like, like I will part. defend Frozen to the death. Exactly. But that's because of what it means personally to me. It's not like this objective, amazing piece of art, which it is not. <laughs> and even if something is an objectively perfect piece of art, like, fucking Citizen Kane or whatever. Like, yeah. if I don't like Citizen Kane for, like, if I had a bad relationship where someone talked about fucking Citizen Kane every goddamn day and I'm just, <laughs> like, n- not into it because, like, that was a bad relationship and I attribute Citizen Kane to that. And even if I'm not consciously aware of that, it's okay that I don't like Citizen Kane. Exactly. You can just not like it. Or you can even just be like, man, I fucking hate this one. And just appreciate for the things that you do like. Like yeah. some, a lot of Pixar movies, like, I think are bullshit. Yeah. Honestly, I think they're very bad. But, I also but the animation fucking bangs. It bangs and it slaps. I would have gotten into animation as much as I did if it wasn't for Pixar. Yeah. Because Pixar made movies that were movies and not 
Broadway musicals and mm-hmm. I don't fuck with Broadway musicals that much. See, I will no. always fuck with the yeah, Broadway musicals. Exactly. So like different perspectives. And yeah, like, hey, I can but say like, that Frozen is a beautiful movie that like a lot of people work really hard on and isn't made for me. Yeah. And it's like, why would I be mad that this thing exists? It it can exist. And I can just not fuck with it. It's fine. Yeah. I don't fuck with Frozen 1 very much. I don't like it all that much. I think there's some really, really good stuff in it. Uh-huh. But that teaser for Frozen 2, I'm like, yo. Yeah, yo. <laughs> what the fuck is this movie? I'm going to watch this movie and have a good time. I was so apprehensive. And now I'm like, now I'm not going to watch a single other oh, trailer no. for Frozen 2. And I that's like the highest compliment Fro- I can yeah, give. That's like, sure. I care about this movie a lot. Exactly. It looks fucking when exciting i'm excited me, i'm just like i'm so into it when like can we start the hashtag give anna a sword give anna a, give sword. Anna a sword because hashtag- she grabbed Kristoff's sword in that tree in that trailer it looks like she has her own sword but she grabbed Kristoff's. give her her own sword yeah lana del rey carly ray jepson anna christopherson i don't know do they have last names uh, oh um what's um- their what kingdom do they come from arendale so it's probably like Arendelle Simpson. Wouldn't it? Maybe we'll call her like Anna the Third. Princess Anna of Arendelle is her full title. Yeah. Give Princess Anna of Arendelle a sword. She can hold it in her mouth like a dog. <gasps> we come full circle. Do you want to take a break? Yes. Let's take a break. Yeah. <laughs> Catch you on the flip side. Catch you in a minute on Fan Fiction Writer's Room. I'm the great Harry Hokalaka, like and throw a fat hair in my soap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My niece is super into it. Like, she's maybe 10 or 11. She's like the knows perfect all, age for like, it. the Let's Players yeah. and knows all of the streamers and everything. Yeah, whenever I, whenever I know a thing, she always looks so disappointed and like she doesn't like it anymore or something. I don't know. You're maybe it's so just in my uncool. head. Because I'm just, I'm an auntie, I'm an adult, I'm a grown up. So I, I can't remember what it was. Part of why she likes it is because it's her thing. Exactly. Yeah, it's her thing. It's part of her identity. We were playing uh, Marco Polo, where you close your eyes and you yell, Marco Polo. And she was like, haha, Marco. That's like a character that I like. And I was like, oh, like Star Butterfly. Marco from uh, Star vs. the... And she was she got really quiet. Aww. And she's like, yeah. I mean, actually, it's called Star vs. the Forces of Evil, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, I've only seen it. And then she was like super like... Uh, making sure that, like, well, I mean, I've only, I've not seen all of, like, all of it. I've just seen some episodes oh, on YouTube, you know. she felt like she had to now yeah. qualify her. Yeah, I was like, no, it's fine. It's, I thing. just wanted to, like, yeah, I just wanted yeah. to be, like, part of your conversation. I, I know the thing I know the thing. Like. I know the thing, and I like it. You know Let's how both excited like it together. I would be if my mom knew who Mr. Mime was? But at the same if time. If my mom knew who Mr. Mime was, I would have cried at age five. <laughs> but I, I don't know if I would have. I would have maybe felt weird. If my mom knew anything about Pokemon, yeah. I guess you know? the idea of like the I was nerd like I was like telling my my telling my mom about Pokemon constantly. Oh, I was telling yeah. them about Team Rocket constantly. I remember like because like I know all this stuff. Listen to how smart I am. I know so much. I stuff think about, about it. like wow. My parents sure just like listen to me talk about. Yeah, my parents took me to Pokemon the first movie. What the <laughs> fuck did they think they were watching? <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, oh, what this weird clone of. Okay, I don't know what a Pokemon... What do you think a Pokemon is? To, like, my parents, what do they think a Pokemon is? Yeah, but, like, if your po- if your parents had been into, like, the card game or something... Oh, sure. And, like, after the movie, they'd been like, yeah, that was fine, but, like, Mewtwo actually blah, 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 blah. Like, oh how cool... God. Would you have actually thought Pokemon was any cool any anymore? Like, you probably wouldn't. the parent who You'd took, be like, ugh, gross. ...who took their kid to Detective Pikachu and was like... <laughs> their parent was disappointed. It was like, uh, it's not like I wanted... It would have been better if Ash and Misty were in it. Like, I miss Ash and Misty and Professor Oak. Like, why did they have to make it about these characters? And, like, I, I know, know all... And, like, this fun scene was, like, a, a homage to, like, this moment in Pokemon It's weird and blah, that blah, they blah. called the attacks powers. They've never called the attacks powers before. That's, like, such, like... I guess that's because of superhero movies. People know what powers are, but they don't know what, like, that Pokemons have magic attacks. Like, the they should have just like, called them attacks. The like, kid would be like, oh, this is a chill. This is a parent thing. This isn't cool anymore. Yeah, exactly. This isn't my thing anymore. Anyway, so now I'm trying to be careful about what I let my niece know I also know. Yeah. If that makes sense. 
I'll, I'll let her tell me about Five Nights at Freddy's without, because right, yeah. I, I was, I was so excited to be like, oh, finally, an adult in her life will know about the things she knows about. The amount of babies that have given me the side eye when I go, Johnny, do 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 do, Johnny, do 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 do, Johnny, do 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 do, eating sugar. Yeah, right. Those weird mean the, the things. Ba- Babies hate it when I do that because it's their thing. (laughs) And I know about the babies thing. Mm -hmm. Babies are mad at me is what I'm saying. Yeah. So this week we rolled Inspector Clouseau sent in by Ross Jackson. Thank you, Ross. Inspector Clouseau, of course, the The Pink Pink Panther Panther himself. uh, The French detective. Detective man. He's very full of himself, but... A total idiot who doesn't know what he's talking about or what he's doing. Does he have a karate friend? He's got a karate friend. And the joke is that the karate friend attacks him when he least expects it. Right. So that he can Keep anticipate sharp. a attack. Mm. Does he have another friend that actually solves the case for him? Or does he just stumble into the answer? He always stumbles into the answer. Okay. Like, I was thinking it was like, like his karate friend was like his... Uh, dog to Inspector Gadget no. or, his, or his penny to Inspector Gadget. Next, we have Danny Sexbang from the Game Grumps and Ninja Sex Party Bang. What do you have to say about... Uh, no, who sent that in? I believe it was Wesley Boone. Oh, thank you, Wesley. You rascal. So now Danny Sexbang is a rap persona for... Yeah, we he's go- Dan Avedon from Game Grumps, but... Not. He's a fake persona. He's the guy with the big hair who talks to the other guy on Game Grumps. Game Grumps are two Let's Players. Now, if you don't know what Let's Playing is. Uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. It's basically that, but they're playing a video game instead of watching a movie. What is his his human? Dan Avedon. So that is his human given name. But then he also is a rapper in a fake band or a real band called Ninja Sex Party Bang. And his character in the rap group is called Danny Danny Sex Bang. We got Bayonetta sent in by Bayonetta for Smash. Bayonetta. Thank you, Bayonetta for Smash. Bayonetta comes up a lot. We have written one story about Bayonetta. I like that Bayonetta is in Smash. And now this, that name sounds irrelevant. It is irrelevant. But I like that Bayonetta for Smash is stuck to it. Yeah. That they're like, I was there before Bayonetta was in Smash, uh-huh. and I stand by it. And Bayonetta I am still for should it. should be in Smash Brothers. And it's good that she is in Smash Brothers, yes. and she should remain in Smash Brothers. So, Bayonetta for Smash, indeed. We're both wearing gi- giant buttons that say Bayonetta for Smash. Yeah. Ask me about Bayonetta for Smash. Bayonetta is a video game character uh, who probably is most famously in Smash Brothers, but yeah. she's in her own series of video games. She is like... An They're e- just called Bayonetta, right? Yeah, Bayonetta and Bayonetta 2 are the two games. They don't have any sort of subtitle or anything. She's like a witch who uses her hair. Her hair is both a magical uh, attack and also her clothes. Yeah, she's got her, guns on her feet and she she's very sexy. Her- and her sex... It's is a, part of her magic and her attack abilities. Well, how would you describe that? A sex A sex symbol? Yeah. yeah. She is more Catwoman in Batman Returns than she is Furiosa in Max, Mad Max yes. Fury Road. Mm-hmm. And she has magic hair that is also her clothes. Don't ask me to explain it. So it doesn't make sense. The reason why her magic hair is also her clothes is so when you attack with her magic hair... She can it, become naked. Her clothes come off a little bit to reveal her very sexy body. Yes. Generally speaking, video game characters, video game sex symbols are not doms. Most of them would be a character that I would feel more powerful over. Bayonetta is interesting as a character in that she is actually supposed to be the mommy to me, the video game player. Yeah, the video game baby. Yeah. She's going to step on my head. Exactly, which is kind of rare for video game characters, especially because so many of them are... They're, they're far more on the, the moe side of the yes. of the scale than the mommy side of the scale. She looks like she's going to fuck you up, then she does fuck you up. And she knows she'll fuck you up. And she's very sexy when she does it. And she oh, wears yeah. a lot of leather. More like what the, the bad... That one guy in Pulp Fiction wears, the... Uh, uh, who comes out of the box 
to make sure oh, that... Oh, a gimp suit. A gimp suit, yeah. yeah. It's, more, it's, it's, it's got that BDSM yeah. aesthetic to it, yeah. And our last character is Dedan from Off, sent in by Emily. Hooray! Thank you, Emily. So you've played Dedan, or you played Off, sorry. I played Off, it was so fun. So it's a video game. Um, I like that it. That is an independent video game, probably made by, I'm assuming, one person. Yeah, it's very, um, I'd say, Undertale-esque. Undertale is probably the best example of like a one person video game yeah. that caught huge mainstream attention. Yeah. This is it's like very... for people that are cool and also mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, like Undertale. Yeah. Yeah. Off is before Undertale though. Off is from several years ago. I, I believe it. What yeah. I, I'm attempting to contextualize it in they're not uh Nirvana. They are more a underground yes like a, yeah yeah they're a no flag not a nirvana Listen, this is the kind of thing you, you brag about just knowing yeah. this thing it's super neat though it's it's just this pixelized uh rpg thing with neat puzzles and weird characters and crazy dialogue and i was surprised how um sort of artsy airy fairy and ephemeral the the plot was i was expecting a more like concrete anime plot judging by all the art so that i saw what do you I mean saw. by anime plot like what i was is expecting that for there you? i was expecting there to be like answers to questions like who is this guy oh he's a mm. demon from this dimension but there's no answers to it this is, game they are just a weird ass character who does this weird ass stuff it is it's more... like it's sort of it, it's it's implied that it's in the head of a child who is abused mm-hmm but it's also real, but it's also magic, but it's also the post-apocalypse, but it's also not. It's like, it it's crazy. It's like, you try to think about it too literally, you'll drive yourself mad. It is, speaking of Batman Returns, it is Batman 1989, mm-hmm. not The Dark Knight. It is not attempting to put yeah, it into a just reality. just enjoy, enjoy the experience. It is. And don't think guy, about it too hard. His name's Batman. Hard. He loves the music of Prince. Yeah. He... Hangs out with this guy, the Joker. The Joker, he's crazy. He just mm-hmm. he just says weird things. He attacks people. It's nuts. It don't think about it too hard. We're gonna have a great time. Yeah, and just enjoy the aesthetics of the thing. Oh, we had such a enjoy good time the designing emo stuff. designing all yeah. the sets and stuff. Like yeah. your as your eyeballs are gonna have a great time. Oh yeah. Your brain, not going to quite get it, but, like, just have a good time. Put on your good time hat. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We're going to have a good time. So, Dan is the leader of these little these little dudes called the Else, either Elden or Elson. I think they're called the Elson. He's very scary looking. He has a big, scary skull face and a big old trench coat. And he's very mean to his underlings. But it, it's also implied that, like, he loves his underlings and his underlings love him. And that's kind of like... Is he kind of like... That's basically all I know about Is he it. a dad in that he's... It's tough love? Yeah, it seems It seems okay. like it. It's tough love. So he's... Mm-hmm. He's he, very scary. He might bite your head off and you will bleed a very lot and die he probably we could but you love assume him he doesn't necessarily know how to yes tell his underlings like i love oh. you so much baby yes he, he, he cannot express in a he, healthy way but you know he feels so much he's so passionate the reason he's so hard on them is because he wants them to be strong so they will not suffer in the very harsh world yes exactly okay thought, it's like i'm talking to dan himself and, our, the, and I think he swears a lot. He's like crass. Oh, you know, like yeah. he's cool. Whoa. You said he wore a trench coat? He wears a big old coat and he has a very cool face he's got that cool I like a lot. Face. It's a very scary skull face. Every week we also roll some tags. Now we don't need to use these tags. Sometimes you tag things uh-huh. and you, you, you're wrong, but you want those people who look for those tags to still read your fan fiction. Mm. And our tags this week are crushes. Folklore. Crushes, eh? And boys and folklore. love. <gasps> boys love. So boys love of, is of course. Whenever someone says boys love, I always think of uh, gay and wholesome. It is, I would say, indulgent. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Let's look at these very beautiful indulgent. boys. Yeah. They're so It is not pretty. attempting to create a true world where these two people would have real... Ex- I mean, and that's, mm-hmm. that's not necessarily true. I'm sure there are tons of stories that would fit under Boys Love, which create a more realistic, unindulgent world. Yeah. A, a steak t- compared to a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. But most of them, we could assume, 
if you're get if you click on the boys love tag, yeah, you're here you are for here the for ship. A cheeseburger. You are here for the ship, not for like the narrative. If McDonald's gives ship. you a prime cheeseburger, like the greatest cheeseburger of all time, you're not gonna say no. Exactly. But you showed up at McDonald's for a McDonald's cheeseburger. Yeah. You knew what you were in for. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's way better than you expected. Exactly. But it's still like, <laughs> we're just here for a cheeseburger, you know yeah. what I mean? We want to see some pretty boys, and they're kissing some other pretty boys. Which of the characters we rolled this week appealed most to you? Judging from our conversation. What do we have? Inspector Clouseau, Inspector Bayonetta. Inspector Clouseau, Bayonetta, Dedan, and Danny Sexman. Right. Judging from our conversations, it seemed like we were most interested in Dedan and Inspector Clouseau. Yeah, yeah. Um... So we could write, say, a boy's love story with Dedan, um, mm-hmm. or perhaps put Dedan in some folklore, put him in some medieval times, and what would happen if Dedan was in medieval times? What would happen if Inspector Clouseau was in folklore times? What were the tags that we had? Crushes, folklore, boy's love. Right. We could, of course, mm. cross any of these characters over. We could sit down and research Danny Sexbang a little more so we would know what to do with him. Mm-hmm. Um, currently, I want to do like a Dedan story. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Pretty good. Okay. Is there a character that you, from off, from this video game off, mm-hmm. is there a character that you would personally ship Dedan with? <laughs> <laughs> now, do I remember much? From the little bit I played, there do I was remember a anything character. from it? Yeah, <laughs> so you boy. you are playing yourself, the user who is controlling the baseball character, who is the avatar of the user, okay. and he knows he's being controlled by this other entity. So it's very okay. meta, you know. So the baseball player isn't necessarily you. What's his name? Even the pitcher off is a French RPG game created in two thousand seven. By Mortis Ghost and his team, Unproductive unproductive Fun Time, UFT. It has garnered a sizable following for its story, characters, and atmosphere, particularly after its translation into English. It is about a mysterious being known as the Batter, who is described being on an important mission, which is in quotes. The Batter then travels through four bizarre zones in the world, revealing more as the game goes on. You play as an outside entity that has been assigned to work with the batter on his sacred mission to purify the world of off. You meet the judge who helps you learn the basics of the game. Your whole idea is you're going to purify everything. So it's sort of like implied you're an antichrist kind of figure. You find Alpha, your first add-on, who accompanies you on your mission and fights alongside the batter during the purification of specters. Going through the mines, you end up at Farmstead, and later the office building where you encounter Dedan, whom the batter recognizes as hostile despite being told otherwise. Judging from the outside of it, and this is generally what I really like about RPG video games, is it feels like you get to hang out in the world. You're not even necessarily a character as much as you are a object that pokes and prods around the world. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily make sense for this guy to walk up to every person in town and hear what they have to say. That wouldn't happen in a fantasy story. In Lord of the Rings, if Frodo walked into a town and then talked to every single person in the town, getting (laughs) a piece of their story and then leaving, that would be a weird and boring story. But you are not necessarily a character as much as you are an object that gets to explore a world. You get to hang out in this world. That is judging from the outside that it's what it looks like the Dan is, and it has mm-hmm. a very specific high fantasy world with maybe isn't exactly spelled out to the player. Yeah, it's it's a very Alice in Wonderland kind of esque world where there it's it, it you don't really feel like these are real characters living their lives. It's more like a symbolic kind of world. And the Dan is one piece of this. We could mm-hmm. so, he's a, he's a boss within that world. Because I th- he has such a such a, a tsundere relationship with his little Elsons. Mm-hmm. You know, like he doesn't care about them. He hates them, actually. They're very incompetent. But also, I will protect them to the ends of the earth. 
but like I don't care about them, Baka. Okay, so then do you so not like want to write about the batter? Do you want to write about the Dan and his little minions? His little minions. There's and probably an Elson that he wants to smooch. Yeah, I'm down for that. Like the idea of a God, what is the frigging guy's name from Minions and Despicable Me? Groot. Groot. Grew and a Gru. minion dating each other, like that's fun. Basically, yeah. So like, let's, like the let's head do that. Minion. Let's do that. Like the head Elson, whose name is El Eat. Wait, the batter kills specters. He kills the ghosts, not the Elsons. Oh, th- I'm getting bogged down in the details. Don't get bogged down in the details. I'm getting bogged down in the details. Just think. I need Dan? an I need an AU is what I need. Yeah, we're give me an AU. AU this guy. Well, the AU is just... Let's say you just garbage. There is no Dedan. They're in high school. Oh, sorry. There is no off. There's no off. Off does not exist. Off does not exist. Dedan is a... Delinquent in high school. Delinquent in high school. He's smoking his cigarettes behind the shed. And he's got a Mean Girls style posse of... Elsons. Elsons. And he also has a little spit curl in the front of his hair. What do you yeah. call those? A pompadour. He's got a pompadour. Because he's a punk. And yeah, there's no batter, just him and he's... No. Now there is a batter. Oh. Because we're in an AU. Yeah. So the batter has, is the the mysterious outsider. Okay. And Dedan is the leader of the punks. Okay. And this guy, uh-oh, he wants to... Muscling on my territory, but I'm the head honcho. So Batter is the new kid in school. Yeah. Dan is the coolest kid at yeah. this he's high the, school. He's the king of the school. All of the... Elsons. Elsons are just the student body. Yeah. And he is the uh, the mean girl character. Mm-hmm. The, the, the main mean girl. And people are talking about and how... the Batter is... Lindsay What's, Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. I was like, Lindsay like, something. There's a new tough guy in in school. Yeah. He might even be tougher than you, Dan. Oh, no way. Nobody's tougher than me, you son of a bitch. Dan, sitting, squatting on the field, smoking his cigarette. He's thinking, nobody better mess with me, because I'm tough guy. The grass always felt fake to step on the groundskeeper kept the grass so even that it never felt like i was actually stepping on any sort of real grass i was stepping on an idea of grass a sketch of what grass should be i pulled out a pack of cigarettes i put one in my giant teeth Mm -hmm. i lit it and i let the smoke enter my lungs. I'm so bored. So bored, I just, I wish there was a challenge. Nobody's tough enough to stand up to me, but I wish they were. He's heard a rumor, so he's got his Elsons, he's got his minions to bring the batter to him. So Elizabeth and Elphaba have gone out to collect the batter and tell him Dedan wants to see so, you. There's there's rumors that this new kid at school is like really tough. Yeah. And Dedan is the toughest kid in school. Mm-hmm. He's also the most popular. Yeah. He's got a lot riding on this. So it's like a rite of passage. Exactly. You come through, you gotta if, prove your worthiness. You... This batter didn't know what was coming to him. He almost felt sorry for him. The poor SOB Dedan had been in. So many scraps and scrapes. And he was the undisputed champion of the school. He'd be damned if he let anyone dethrone him. But there was also a stirring in his heart. He, he, he wondered, nay, hoped, that this newcomer would, would offer a challenge. But that didn't make any sense, right? Hey, hey, Dedan, Dedan! It was Elizabeth. What's going on, Elizabeth? He's coming. He isn't intimidated. He seems like he's ready. Oh, don't tell me that. You're going to get me all excited in my insides. This big, strong, very handsome man. Here he comes. Oh, he's wearing baseball gear, huh? Some sort of jock, I guess. He looks confident. He looks un- un- nonplussed. 
but determined. He's radiating energy. Fighting energy. So you're the fighter here. I'm a pretty good fighter myself. My name's Batter. What's your name? Kind of name's Batter. You think you're some sort of baseball man? I didn't make it up. I just wear it. Dan goes in for the kill. He goes, he, he gets his big teeth spread very wide, and he, and he jumps, lunges forward to bite his head right off. Even though it's high school, like, the stakes are very high. I go straight for the kill. Straight to his head, my big giant teeth, which are very big, by the way. Oh, boy, I want to bite his head off so bad. But he's very fast, and he can hit me with his baseball bat. He does. Ooh, it hurts so bad. Boof, 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 on the concrete. <laughs> You're nothing. Where did that come from? That guy had a baseball bat the whole time, and I didn't even see it. The batter, he, he's done with this. You Ooh. have provided him with no challenge. The batter turned on his heels and walked away from me. All of the Elsins gasped. <gasps> no one turns their back. On Dedan, the strongest tough we have at off uni- at off off high school. The strongest tough at off high school. I looked as he put his cleats down one after the other, walking away. My blood boiled. Time for my secret attack. I pick up a couple elves in. I mash them into a ball, and then I throw them at him very fast. Like a fastball on fire. The fiery fastball flew at the batter's head and hit him square in the back of his head. <laughs> I hit you square in the back of your head. How do you feel now? The batter fell down onto the earth, tasted grass and dirt and Mud. worm. Worm poopy. Poopy. Ha <laughs> ha that's worm poopy you taste. I haven't tasted worm poopy since I was a little boy who was curious as to what the worm poopy tasted like. You do not get to force me to taste the worm poopy, the batter yelled, standing up and holding his bat Towards my teeth. The bat was so close to my face, I reached over with my teeth and in an instant the bat in half without even thinking. That's my that's my bat. My papa gave me that. My pops. Looks like your pops wasn't so tough now, was he? You'll pay for this. And the batter jumped towards me, fists at the ready. I'm so horny right now. This is great. He jumped on top of me and hit me. One, two, three. One, two, three. The Elsons, they screamed. Their fearless leader oh. brought down to their tiny level. <laughs> their disgusting Weak level. Mm-hmm. The punches, He's actually getting his fists dirty for once. The punches hit me square. One, two, three. And I cackled. <laughs> Wait, is the batter punching to Dan? The batter is punching to Dan. Oh, I thought the Dan was punching the batter. No, the batter is okay. punching to Dan. He got so mad about the baseball bat that he punched to Dan. You're right. I can taste blood in my mouth. <laughs> Not bad, Mr. Baseball. The batter fell off as I stood tall. No one could pin me to the ground. I unhinged my jaw and reached out for his puny head. No one's made me go all out for a very long time. You're about to witness something very special. You could see the fear in his eyes grow as he realized that I'd been just allowing the punches to happen. The Elsons cheered. They knew their fearless leader was here. That I, the great Dedan, was just 
playing. I was always in control the whole time. His his head collapsed between Ooh. my teeth. What? But my my mission, my purification, and crunch. The batter was no more. The Elsons, not used to such gore, not used to anyone ever challenging me. Remain did you just kill a high school student? Remain silent. Hey, did did you just did you just kill that guy? Are we in are we in high school? We're gonna get arrested. I'm out of here. I placed another cigarette in my mouth. Give me a light, Elizabeth, the nearest Elson. Uh, hand shaking, grabbed a grabbed a lighter, slowly held it up to my cigarette. What are the cops gonna do? <laughs> Arrest me. I'll crunch their heads. Elka and Elba jumped up and screamed. You went too far, man. I'm out of here. We're... I'm not going to jail for this. And they, and they started to run away. Like traitors, huh? And I, I slowly picked up two rocks and flung them as hard as I could. Ka-ting, ka-ting! Their heads clean off. And their silhouettes of their bodies fell to the ground. Elizabeth turned to me. Uh, boss, anything I can do for you today? Elizabeth, you're loyal, right? Loyal is a loyal thing. You know, those loyal things that everyone always references how loyal they are. That's me. That's what I thought. A tiger is tiger's loyal? I don't know. Things are loyal. You're loyal as a tiger, right? Yeah. I don't know if tigers are actually that, all that loyal. But if they are loyal, if a tiger is in fact loyal, then I am that loyal. If they are not loyal, then I am not a tiger. Do you understand that I am attempting to say that I am loyal and I don't understand whether you are referring, if you have knowledge of tigers that I don't have, and if a tiger is in fact loyal, then I am loyal, and if a tiger is in fact not loyal, then I am not a tiger. Mid-ramble, I held my cigarette closer and closer to her face, expectantly and silently. Her rambling slowly lowered and ceased. She knew what was expected and held the cigarette lighter up to light my cigarette. Thank you, Elizabeth. Now silent, I took a long drag with my very cool and very big teeth. This is very serious business, being high school delinquents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's go get a fucking bubble tea. I could, I could kill for some bubble tea right now. I and all of the Elsons left the batter's bloody body on the field to be eaten by the worms and turned into worm poopy. Well, to be found by the faculty, really. The faculty was, in fact, just one of my hostages. Was nothing more than an Elson. With a fancy tie. Oh, they're all wearing ties? Yeah, but like a way fancier tie than normal. Like adult Elsons with glasses. Maybe a bow tie. Beakers. The science teachers definitely are holding beakers, like, at all times. It's me, Dedan. I was unchallenged, and this was my high school. My world. And no one, no purifying batter, no religious wacko would stop me from ruling everything. King of the trash heap. That's me, Dedan. And a dance king of the trash heap, and he wins. We're we're getting used to this new this is format hard. where this is very hard. we both where are we tell deciding a- the story and telling it as two separate yeah. things. And we'll get better at it as we go on. Narrating the like like saying the story words mm-hmm. is hard. Well, are you reading any any uh narrative fiction right now? Read some fiction. I gotta read more fiction. Sit down. I got a bunch of books on my bed that I don't read. Think about how stories are told and just like do I love stories. Do the best you can under the circumstances. <laughs> yeah. And just stop being in my head and worrying about how good it is or bad it is. Yeah. And you need to just do it. It's but then I try to do it, and then the words, like, it's like they mater- like vanish in my head. It's plain. We're plain. Improv so. is just plain for adults. Yeah. Do you want to do some sandwich criticism? What's one thing we liked about the story? 
What's one thing we liked about the story? All the violence. Yeah. Good violence. The violence was Gore. good. Thing we didn't like. I think it was maybe a little too similar to our Knuckles story. Yeah, just delinquents fighting for dominance. But I love delinquents. I love delinquents. And this one was far more violent. And, so, and like, I love battle anime. Explicit. So, yeah. This was like, there was actually something at stake besides just teens being jerks. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. clearly, this teen's got some issues mm-hmm. and, like, gonna probably, like, be a threat to the he's entire gonna, world. He's gonna point. murder. He murdered. Also, he this murdered other teen was, like, gonna cleanse their souls from the earth. That's pretty weird, too. What's one last thing we liked about the story? Um, Lots of Elsons. I like... They're cute. I like them. I like... It feels like, especially because we're learning, we're, we're doing this new format. Yeah. It feels like this is a stepping stone. We're learning. We're, we're, we're getting mm-hmm. into... Think about how bad we were at just gabbing on our first couple episodes. Yeah. We're so good at gabbing now. That's and right. Like, and now we're learning... We're We're... In the baby steps of learning this other thing, and soon we will not be as bad as it we are now. Exactly. I find it much easier to do the, the like dialogue-based improv. Mm-hmm. Than... But think think of it as dialogue that's happening in their heads. They are so. describing what's happening to them mm-hmm. to an audience. Yeah. But like keep it within their character. Keep it if they don't know everything, they don't have all the answers. They only know what's in front of them and what they can tell. They are not a god within mm-hmm. the story. They are not omnipresent. They are but one storyteller within this world. If you'd like to suggest characters for us, send them on over. Send them on over to ffwrshow at gmail.com or on Twitter at ffwrshow. This week we did something very obscure. Send us something a little more mainstream. Or, you know what? Send us something really obscure. Get us to write that that pairing, that fan fiction pairing that you the want. Crack pairing. That that no one writes about. That when you search archive of our own, there's only 20 stories about. We can write that. We'll be story 21. For that you. you want. And, or review or and. Oh, review us on iTunes. It'll help us out a lot. And thanks to the band known as the band known as Seawater Bliss for the use of their song theme from Teen Wolf 2 as our intro and outro. Check out their album at seawaterbliss.com. And remember, when in doubt, just AU that garbage. <laughs>